Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the LAF podcast. New month, new theme. This month, our focus is on the theme of focus. I didn't plan to say it. So yeah, so our theme is all on focus and the beauty of what that word can bring us. And so definitely catch all of our content on our social media, on our blog, on our podcast this month, diving into that topic and how every content creator on the OIF team interprets that um, and adapts that in their own life. Before we get into that, just some housekeeping. We have some events happening this month and a new one, may I add. Very excited for this. It's been a long time coming for us. It's been brewing even before, this was well before COVID hit. And of course, with COVID, we had to put things on the on a standstill, but we are bringing things back. And then also, before I get into that, I also wanted to share some words in regards to what is happening in Ukraine and Russia and what it means for humanity, right? I know a lot of us, and I include myself in this, whenever... Me- things of this magnitude happen, I find myself just hurting. Like I end up like getting anxious and I feel my fight or flight happening. And also the fact that one can feel there's so little that one can do. And it's almost like this feeling of feeling really small can overcome, can overpower you. And I found myself feeling that way. I think as things were progressing and it definitely brought back memories and I realized like just PTSD too of other world events that have happened, not to mention when uh, lockdown happened. And so just, I I found myself like remembering all the times when I felt this way before, because I, as a highly sensitive person that I am, I just, I hurt right for my fellow humans. And again, that feeling of powerlessness can take over. And I just want to say that whatever you're feeling, I send you love and strength. It's not easy what's happening. And I don't want to sit here and say, oh, act like I know what's going to happen because I don't. But all I can say 
is that energy, at least to focus on what you can control. So focus on yourself, on making sure you're okay, and whatever you're doing to create a positive impact in the world, whatever that might look like, keep doing that because the world now more than ever needs that. And don't underestimate the ripple that has on all of humanity. There's different YouTube uh, content creators that I follow and they even mentioned they have Ukrainian followers. And so just, you just, you don't, you never know who's listening, who's watching. And, and now we're connected more than ever. Just however you can create that positive ripple and loving ripple. And again, don't underestimate the ripple that might have the way, the train of communication that it can have and spreading good energy throughout the world. So just want to send love to our Ukrainian brothers and sisters and even our, even over in Russia, because I know that many aren't in favor of what's happening. So sending love to them and to all of you listening. And just again, make sure you're taking care of yourself and because we need you in this world. And I know the gift that you have here to share is so vital so we can continue to build a more beautiful world yeah just wanted to say those things and which relates to focus I think that again in times of disarray chaos man our mind can go a thousand different directions like I mentioned even earlier right for my process was realizing and becoming aware of the PTSD that I feel of the different big events that have happened and how they've impacted me and and just going through that mental recollection. But again, now more than ever, keeping your focus on your wellness and what you can contribute is so important. Because the reality, whenever things like this happen, I, I always look to history. And I remember going through high school, college, and taking various history lessons, history classes. And the reality is that humanity, we've had a very rambunctious time on earth, really, from the time that we have recorded history. Unfortunately, war, conflict uh, has always been part of our history. And it doesn't mean I like it. It's just, I've become more aware and again, there's a beautiful movie. It is actually called Life is Beautiful. And it's an Italian movie. And it was created in 1997, released. I highly recommend this. This is one of my uncle's favorite movies. I remember watching this when I was like 12. And one of my visits to be with my family in Spain. And this movie left such a mark on me because of just the message. And the movie... It's set actually during World War II, and it is uh, unfortunately a family that gets put in a concentration camp, and the father and son go together to the same camp, and the dad is just constantly trying to make his son happy to help him realize that even through such scary moments that you can still find some joy. and. Yeah, it's just a beautiful movie. And again, that movie helps me to remember that life is going to be hard sometimes and harder than harder moments will come. And but it, it, it's almost like it, that contrast 
will always be there. It doesn't mean that we forego the hardship and it doesn't mean that we become passive at all, not at all, but it's to try our best to focus on still living and even as outside forces can make it difficult (laughs) to have like a good quality of life, but just trying our very best despite that and to never lose hope and to never lose sight of that with even with the hardships there's another there's a singer that I learned about last year coincidentally learned about her when my sister got diagnosed with cancer it was a really hard moment for me luckily my sister is she's you know going through her recovery and very grateful for that but I learned about this singer that actually went through America's Got Talent and she became viral with her song and her message and this was a person that I believe was going through stage four cancer breast cancer and she had an original song called it's okay and just the message that it's like pretty much like it's okay to not be okay that whole idea but to still find almost the the fact that's part of living sometimes right is getting through that discomfort and doing our very best to still find that beauty in our day-to-day life and even if it can feel hard sometimes, I find it all as when you, your, your focus can still find that beauty, it helps your mind to not give up because our, our mind is designed to help us survive. And it's such a beautiful mechanism because it literally is here, like our whole body, right? Our whole bodies are here to help us survive every day. And it definitely matters the content that we feed our mind and everything else that we do to treat our bodies well. And of course, if we inundate our mind too much on either side of the spectrum, is there if we put too much, if we decide not to face the problems of the world and we just want to like hide in a way that's not helping our survival. And then same on the other end of the spectrum, if we inundate it with too much negativity, then it it creates a feeling of hopelessness, having a happy medium in, in there and providing our mind with enough nutrients <laughs> to make ripe soil. And that's my philosophy. And, and some of us are more sensitive than others. And I do believe that we have too much stimuli in our everyday living now. So it's just finding what amount of stimulus you can intake to still stay present and what's happening in the world. But at the same time, making sure that you're okay and that your nervous system's okay, especially with this fast-paced way of living. The focus here is to be grounded, in my opinion, in living, but at the same time, providing ourselves with enough love and hope to keep us going because we deserve it. We deserve to keep going. And yeah, and that message is for all of us. And, uh, And if anything art and and music throughout history has given me that hope through the difficult moments Our legendary writers, songwriters, that literature and poetry authors have helped us to keep pushing forward. And that's why I'm such a lover of the arts because I really believe that art helps us remember the human spirit and that human resiliency. Yeah, I hope that can help you and your day-to-day 
especially as we navigate through these tumultuous moments in time and remembering that we have one another to lean on now more than ever. So before I close out today, I actually wanted to show a clip. I was trying to think what would be good for today. When I found, came across a clip of Ram Das talking about how can one learn to love ourselves more. And if you aren't familiar with Ram Das, I know I've referenced him before. He was an American Harvard professor who was really good friends with Timothy Leary. And he went to India pretty much. There's a longer story than than what I'm about to say, but he went to India and he just got fascinated by yoga and meditation. And he was also doing a lot of research at the time with Timothy Leary on psychedelics and and so forth. Ram Das went down the spiritual path and again, became very fascinated with, with Hinduism and its teachings and brought it back to the West and made it more known over here. And he passed away right before pandemic happened. I believe it was December of 2019. I love his teachings and he's just so grounded, I believe in his approach. And he's very practical too and funny. And I think he really demonstrated a very well-rounded human approach to all these things and all these teachings. Because sometimes meditation and all that depending on who's teaching it, it can come across in a not so um, familiar or not in a very approachable way. And I really think Ram Dass would do always did such a wonderful job in making it approachable for folks, especially as you might start learning about it. And so again, back to even my last interview that I had with Paul Benedict, talking about meditation and how really meditation helps our mind focus, especially right when the hard times come. If you're driving right now, or if you're not, whenever you have a moment today, I I want, I invite you to take some moments to take some deep breaths today, maybe 10 nice deep breaths. Of course, if you're in a safe space to do, and just notice if you're new to all this, just notice how it, it makes you feel after. And, um, that's for me personally, that's what keeps me motivated to keep doing it every day. Cause I just immediately see how my nervous system responds and how much calmer I am and how calm mind helps to make grounded decisions. So but anywho, we're going to show this clip of Ram Das on how to love ourselves. Enjoy. Around us, yes. how can we love ourselves more? Please. Instead of the term, how can we love ourselves more? I'd like to ask, how can we accept ourselves more? Um, that in the way most of us have been socialized, the way in which a child gets, uh, learns the initial learning is that um, the parent is under pressure to socialize the child, to make the child socially functional. And in doing that, they, um, they emotionally, whether they intend to or not, reward and punish the, the child for behaviors. And the result is that 
when that starts very early before there is a lot of reasoning process between the parent and the child. The child develops certain emotional feelings that certain ways it is in its natural state are not acceptable. And the result is some feelings of unworthiness or inadequacy or something in most human beings as the result of socialization. Very few people ever come through socialization unscathed in some way or other. I mean, that's not an unfair statement, I don't think. Um, so in a way you could see that ego or personality is in a way built upon, and that's where Freud understood it. He saw that the, the, the uh, repression of id or impulse life because of the way the society has to deal with a child's impulses to get it to be socialized usually is left with a feeling that um, somehow I'm bad. I have these things that are not acceptable. And um, so uh, then you build this social structure and often what you end up with is a personality that says, that's constantly looking to the world and other people, do you approve of me? Do you like me? Am I good enough? Am I acceptable to you? And uh, he, have I achieved enough? Here's a, and you get an A for effort and you feel good. And if you don't get the A, it's not like you feel nothing, you feel bad. And it's as if the baseline is negative, not zero. Do you hear the issue that I'm talking about? Now, um, so that you're constantly using your life experiences as a way to disprove a basic negative feeling about yourself. And that's a very, very common thing in, in social structure and in human development, in ego development. Now, um, so most, many psychological systems, like Freud's system, for example, works primarily with negative going to zero. That's the, the domain that you work with. Right behind that is where the spiritual dimension begins, and that's a part that looks at the universe and just sees it as it is. It doesn't... See, the, the, when you've got a negative thing, the opposite, when you're trying to undo it, you could undo it by ha emphasizing the positive. Like, if you don't like yourself, you could emphasize, I love myself, which is, how do we love ourselves more, is the question. Or we could say, let's go behind love and hate and find a place where we merely acknowledge ourselves, where we just allow our humanity. And we hear that there is negativity in us, and there is inadequacy, and we allow ourselves. And the word that I have come up with, I mean, that I'm finding most comfortable to work with, is the word appreciation. That we come to just appreciate what is. It's interesting, uh, the way I've looked at it, is that you go out into the, into the woods, and into the forests, and you look at trees and you appreciate the trees. You don't say that tree is good and that tree is bad because one tree is fat and one is thin or one is tall and one is short or one is bent and one is straight, unless you're in the lumber business. <laughs> For the most part, you just look at the trees and you, you appreciate them the way they are. They are what they are, and you can appreciate them. But the minute you get near humans, it's interesting that you immediately go into a judging mode. You come into better and worse. 
And you do that out of your own insecurity. You do that out of your own need constantly to be reassuring yourself. So you're saying that person is got more hair than I do. Well, that person is, is see, that's the one I picked. So <laughs> uh, I wonder why that or or you go into uh, you find dimensions constantly judging and equating. Am I as good as? Am I equal to? Am I as good a mother as? Am I as beautiful a woman? Am I as effective a this a, a worker? Am I whatever it is, whatever dimension, and you get caught in constantly living in a judging realm. And um, if you start to practice seeing people as trees, I don't mean in the you know, in the sense of just appreciating what they are, including yourself. It's just starting to appreciate yourself, appreciate your humanity. Like when I get, like I'm supposed to be, I'm Ram Dass and I'm, I've worked on myself and I'm supposed to be equanimous, loving, present, clear, uh, compassionate, um, accepting. Oftentimes I get tired, I'm angry, I'm petulant. I'm closed down. Now, for a long time, I get into those states and I would feel really embarrassed because that isn't who Ram Dass is supposed to be. So I would appear like I was warm, charming, equanimous, compassionate, and I, there was deviousness and deception involved. And then I realized that, that is, that's bad business because that cuts us off from each other. And I had to risk my truth. I had to risk being human with other people and realize that what we offer each other is our truth. And our truth includes all of our stuff. And the first thing I had to do was accept my own truth. I had to allow myself to be a human being. And um, I think that I was very helped by my spook friend, Emmanuel, who, um, uh, my disembodied friend, who, when I said to him, Emmanuel, what am I doing on Earth? He said, why don't you try uh, you're in, on earth, why don't you try taking the curriculum? Why don't you try being human? And <laughs> I had always assumed the way to God was to deny your humanity and embrace your divinity. And then I realized that the way to truth might be through acknowledging the fullness of where I found myself to be, which was my humanity and my divinity. And not wallow in it, but acknowledge it. And not reverence it or judge it. Just appreciate it. Just allow it. Allow my humanity. So I have gotten to the point now where I am what I am much more. And some people like it and some people don't like it. And if they like it, that's their problem. And if they don't like it, that's their problem. I don't take it all on myself and as much. And, um, well, it's a slow process. It's a slow process. Now, what I found was that... that um, as I started to allow myself to be human more, just allowed what I am, things changed much faster in me. I mean, things fell away more quickly. It was as if I was locked into a model which was based on that negativity, that dislike of myself. And once I just allowed that I am human with all the foibles, things started to flow and I could feel change occurring in myself. And then I would start to experience my own beauty and it frightened me because it was so dissonant and discrepant from the model that I had cultivated of myself over the years that I had to do good in order to be beautiful 
and the idea that I just am, that what is, when you look at a tree or a rock or a river, it is in its own way beautiful. You look at decay, it is beautiful. I know Laura Huxley, who's a very dear friend, um, in her kitchen, she has these jars over the sink and she takes old uh, beet greens and orange peels and things and sticks them in water in these long, beautiful pharmaceutical jars. And then they slowly mold and decay and there are these beautiful decay formations and mold. And it's really garbage. It's garbage as art. And we look at it and it's absolutely beautiful. There's absolute beauty in that. And I've begun to expand my awareness to be able to look at the universe as it is and see what is called the horrible beauty of it. The horrible beauty of it. It's, I mean, there's horror and beauty in all of it because there's decay in all of it. I mean, we're all decaying. I mean, I look at my hand and it's decaying. And it's beautiful and horrible at the same moment. And I just live with that. And with that, I start to see the beauty in it. So we're talking about appreciating what is. Not loving yourself as opposed to not liking yourself, but allowing yourself. And as you allow, it changes. That's about, I think that gets behind the polarities. I think that's what's important. Okay? Question. back. I hope you enjoyed that. My biggest takeaway from it was his humility, his humanity, especially in the part where he talks about how folks expect Ram Das to act a certain way and really facing the fact that happens, right, as we evolve and as we teach certain things, but to remember our humanity. That's why we're here and to learn really to accept ourselves better. That's the key to loving ourselves more is accepting who we are, bringing healing to that. And more and more, as we learn to accept ourselves more then that starts to happen where folks either, and like how he said it, like even fo either folks love being around you or they don't. And either way, it's truly none of our business, even though that can be difficult, especially for folks that may have grown up as people pleasers and, and healing that. That's been something for me that I've had to heal and become more aware of. And the reality that we're just, we're not going to appease everybody and we've got to stay true to who we are. And that's why we're here. We deserve to take up space on this planet just as much as anybody else. So I hope you enjoyed. And before we get off, I realized that I didn't talk about our upcoming events for this month. March 17th is our next Love Yourself Expression. The event is, is it is an all-ages venue. And then our March 24th is our brand new event that we're introducing called The Good Life. And this is a dance-centered event. It's going to be taking place at Oddfellows. So it is 21 and over. So it is showcasing various DJs. And so definitely for more info, come on over to the LY the LYF website, our social media, and we just we hope to see you there. And we're really excited. This is the Good Life is the event that we've been wanting to do for quite some time, but because of COVID, just having to wait. So very grateful that the time has arrived. So we hope to see you at Love Yourself Expression this month at the Good Life. 
yeah, lots of good things coming and on our end. And we're just very grateful to be here for you. So I wish everybody a beautiful March. May you stay grounded. May you stay well. May you stay happy and just pursuing that inner peace. So I'm excited for the different interviews I have lined up for this month and just thank you for listening. So until next time.